the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. You know, something that only you hold. It's not a promise to pay. It's not a debt. Right, we're talking about something that's been money for thousands of years. And, of course, obviously in this new world of dumbed-down public, which is they've done a masterful job. People have no idea. They, 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 they truly don't. They, they think, well, the, the, the dollar's been around forever. You know, people, people, so many people, it, it's so funny when, when I talk to some people that, you know, they don't even understand that banking was around way before the United States. Uh, banking law uh, was really uh, created mostly by, by the English. Uh, that fiat money is all, has always been. A temporary thing and what I mean by that is they always end up you know the ego always ends up getting the best of them they always turn it into really a, a, a Ponzi scheme which means hey I need more I got to create more money every time and every year year after year and I and of course they just want to do it a little bit you know 2% inflation all this nonsense but the the realities are every time there's a problem their only solution is let's just print more money right and, and the financial crisis of 08 it's all coming back we're seeing all the same things that we saw then we're seeing them all again a little different scenario but it's the same thing and the problem is right the US debt now 30 one trillion dollars in growing, uh, and and again the the Ponzi scheme always comes to an end. It always goes to zero, and that's the one thing about gold and silver. You can say what you want, and, and some people, oh well, you know, look, you know, gold hasn't done that great, or silver hasn't done this, or or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day. It's always worth something. It's never zero. Uh, and if you actually look at it from when they closed the gold window from 1971 to today, gold has outperformed Wall Street, Jason. It's not even close. But again, they want you to be dumb. They want you to be un and uneducated and want you to believe that if Jim Cramer says it, it must be true. You know why gold outperforms things like the markets is because with a central bank system joe it's meant to steal from the citizens so if you have a market which is you know, you have stock hey i'm gonna buy ibm stock and and your 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 goal is is that it's going to go up in value 
But it's interesting if you look at the markets, and this goes with everything, even gold and silver. Gold and silver kind of just traces along with everything else at savings. The markets just kind of trail up with inflation too. People are like, oh, the markets are doing so great. Look at this long-term plan. Well, well, it's going up the same with inflation. And unfortunately, unlike a lump of gold, which you could just put in your possession hide it somewhere, they're going to tax you on those those other assets. There's going to be fees on it. There's going to be a, 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 some sort of a, a fee that you pay to get into it. There's going to be a fee if you get out of it, a penalty if you get out early. There, there's ways that the system steals the value of other assets. You, know, you buy a home. Well, that's great. Uh, buying a home, buying gold, I suggest to have them both. But do you really own it when they tax you every single year on it? I'm going to tell you, Joe, do, do we tax our customers on their gold they buy from us? I don't think that ever happens, does it? Nope, we sure don't. And and just to give you an example, when we, when we went off the, the gold standard officially in 1971, the Dow was about 1,000. Okay, so the Dow right now is 30,000. So that's 30 times. Gold was $42. Gold, $1,710. Gold's up. Uh, 40, almost 41 times. Uh, and to Jason's point, that's without taxes, without fees, right, without all these other things uh, that, that you get with the these paper assets. And, and again, I, I think when we watch all of this play out, the realities are they're getting ready for all of the paper currencies, whether it's the yen, the euro, the pound, the dollar, the renminbi, they're all getting ready to come to an end. I think they're going to come in, in into an end in unison. Uh, we're going to have a digital currency. Uh, and, I, and, Jason, I am extremely confident before 2030 gets here, and the realities are it could be as early as 2025, I think that's what we're going to be facing. I, I agree with that absolutely, Joe. Absolutely, and and, and I can and I can hear it in the back of my my back of my head. You know, that some audience members are like, well, yeah, but to buy gold, I have to pay a couple of hundred dollars over spot. And I, man, I, I can't believe that. And I was like, I got a solution for you. You can go get it yourself. I actually uh, I'm a part of a uh, gold claim, and you I'll, I can put you on my river. You can go out there and dredge away and pull all the little gold little tiny little pieces out and learn how to process it. And by the time you get an ounce of gold. You'll have wished you just paid a little bit of premium to buy your gold, Joe, because that's that's why spot price is lower than what you pay for it. Everybody up the chain of command gets uh, gets like a little five percent above what they bought it for, and then they sell it for five percent more. It's just the way commodities work. This is the best way to buy it, Joe. This this is the way to do it is to have a gold company just like a, you have an auto mechanic. Do you go to that uh, corporate place and hope the new eighteen year old they hired fixes your car right? Or do you have a local guy here in Colorado, Arizona, Joe, taking care of you, right? That's where we come in. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we get back, we're going to talk jobless claims. What does it mean? What's going to happen next? And then a whole bunch of other stuff. 800-951-0592. Gold, $1,712. Uh, up about 50 cents right now. Silver uh, flat here, 2055. Uh, the Dow is down at just under a couple of hundred points. First time jobless claims rose 29,000. Uh, 29,000 more people filed for unemployment for the first time last week. Uh, 
I don't know. It's not that bad. You know, 219,000, still a low number, Jason. Well, well below uh, a historical averages. Uh, inside of the number, U.S.-based employers announced 30,000 job cuts in September. Uh, August, they had announced 20,000. So it's, it's a big increase, uh, but it's not the... Uh, you know, the million, two million jobs uh, that, that the Fed is talking about. And, and I was reading an article and somebody was pointing out the fact that, hey, if all these guys on the TV and all these corporate CEOs want the Fed to stop raising rates, the answer is really simple, Jason. They've got to start firing everybody. Yeah, you know what's not in those numbers, Joe? What's not in those numbers is uh, the, the guys that lost one of their two or three jobs. You know, what else is not in that number is, uh, hey, uh, we had you at 40 hours. We're going to put you back at 28 hours. None of that's in those numbers, Joe. And I think with the coronavirus pandemic uh, craziness of the last couple of years and and, and the tough times in 2021 just to get people hired at some of these places, yeah, I think you got guys sitting at home doing two or three jobs from their computer. So it doesn't reflect of, hey, I just lost two of my three computer sitting at home jobs. You know, what I saw an article saying that – some of these corporations are like, well, they're going to start cutting workers, and the first thing they're going to cut, oh, all you at-home workers. That's the first thing they're going to cut, Joe. I saw that. I did see that. I guess that makes sense, right? I, if I was, you know, hey, I'm making a decision of who to cut, well, I'm going to cut the person that's not not, not in the office I don't have that connection with. Uh, it remains to be seen. Again, I, the, the importance of the, this number is we're not – going to see the Federal Reserve back off until these jobs numbers get a lot worse. So uh, right now I am I'm I'm still at the 70 75 basis points for the next meeting and and I really think that's probably uh, gonna stay tomorrow we'll get the jobs created number and again i expect that one to still be a big number uh, you know two three hundred thousand jobs created is going to be my guess uh, and, and jason that just means again and, and that number the actual number is not important it's going to be wages right our wages still rising which they're going to be which i think is another indicator that rates got to go a lot higher you remember all these numbers are meant to kind of paste over and make the jobs uh, numbers look better than they are normally because that's normally what the fed wants so now they're kind of trapped because they're, they're looking for the bad numbers so that they, if they need to change policy they get the green light so even in the job creations joe uh, once again uh, the guy loses one or uh, of his two or three jobs well then he needs to replace that and he goes and gets another job and then they count it on the job creation it doesn't get counted when you lose it but then it gets counted when you when it uh, when you wanted to get one of those jobs replaced so that number might be pretty decent uh, tomorrow. It might be pretty, pretty just just fine, and not what the Fed wants. Yep, exactly right. Uh, the national debt uh, has just surpassed thirty-one trillion dollars for the very first time. Here's the problem. Uh, this is another one of these little misnomers. Uh, the the fiscal year had just come to an end. Uh, fiscal year 2022 for the federal government is over. Fiscal year 2023 just started here in October. Uh, the debt now over 31 trillion, but they've hidden Jason about 700 billion dollars of debt. 
that hasn't shown up yet because of these tricks that the Biden administration, and really not just Biden, all these administration plays. Uh, the Treasury Department uh, had almost $1.5, $1.6 trillion in its checking account. They've run it all the way down to about $500 billion. So in about another month, all of a sudden, the debt issuance, Jason, are going to have to shoot up again because the Treasury essentially was running its money down and delaying a, a lot of bond purchases that need to be made to fund this, to fund the debt. Yeah, it's interesting because as soon as you started talking about the national debt, so I checked it out. They're already under $45 billion above $31 trillion now. So, it's, it's, man, that thing moves fast. But I was looking at this other number we don't talk about as much, is which is the uh, the U.S. the total U.S. federal government spending, which believe it or not is actually counting backwards right now. Because remember that little plan that Biden passed, and he says it was going to help the deficit. So, so technically the clock right now is is actually spinning backwards. But still, it's just shy of six. Was it? You got to count it trillion dollars, six trillion dollars. Our, our U.S. federal government is going to spend six trillion dollars this year, Joe. Come Here's on, the man. Sad part. Here's the sad part. We're taking in four trillion, over four trillion dollars, and yet it's not enough. And, and the problem is, it's not just missing, right? It'd be one thing. Okay, hey, you know, we're spending, we're spending four point seven trillion, but we're taking in, you know, four point five trillion. It's real close. Even with record taxes, we are taking in the United States government has never collected more taxes from its citizenry ever. And yet they're still about 33%. They're a third short. Terrible. That's just horrible. I mean, Why don't we think just... about I, I, it's an, I, How do you do the math? Think about what taxes would have to be and, and get ready. Listen, this is before. 12.5% increase in food stamps that 42 million people get. Nope. That's before the 8.5% or give or take, right? I'm going to say 8.5% COLA adjustments that are coming in January. And, and you start looking at these layouts. Now, this was before interest rates went sky high, right? Think about most of the money now that the Fed has borrowed over the last 15 years, Jason, has been at near zero. You know, why don't they just cut the spending? This is common sense, so it will, of course, never happen in our lifetimes, probably. But why don't you just cut the spending down to two trillion? That should that should cover most of the social programs we have, uh, at least well enough. Of course, you have to cut everything severely, and then, then just bring in two trillion dollars in tariffs. I mean, I'm sure China we can get to, we can probably get a trillion a year out of China alone in tariffs, and then just cut the you know, federal income tax right out. Get rid of the central you know, bank. It, it's, You're done. It's so laughable. It's so laughable. That's oh, by the way, that's before we hire eighty-seven thousand more IRS agents too, right? You know, uh, it, it's incredible how. And, and again, how do how do currencies go to zero? This is how. This is how. And 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 there's no end in sight to any of this. And the fact of the matter is, we really passed thirty-one trillion probably four or five months ago. But, again, they, they're playing games and they're playing all these tricks. Uh, but, Jason, they, the tricks only last for so long. 
Yeah, they only last so long, and then you get uh, an economic, a world uh, change, a reset, so to speak. And then the last one was World They called it World War II. That was a global monetary reset. They called it World War II, but that was a war that didn't have to happen. That absolutely was a contrived and controlled and, and uh, planned out war. And it's because they wanted the Bretton Woods. They wanted to make every industrialized nation uh, beg for, for some kind of a fix to all the damage that was done in Europe and Asia. And, the, and, and suddenly, yeah, America's the heroes, right? Now, never mind that Russia actually won the war against the Nazis mostly. It's, if you really look at it, it was really the Russians. But, but since they've joined the, the, the big club of cartel banks now, it's, uh, this is what we're left with, this great reset. You know, the Cold War. We've been at war ever since, Joe. The Cold War, how long did that last? You know, then you have Middle Eastern wars, and you got wars on terror, and uh, wars on drugs, and you know, wars on this and that, war on a pandemic. It's a constant, constant emergency that never ends, and, and it, you're exactly right. It comes to an end, Joe, but as long as you keep the same guys making the decisions, they'll just change it to something else. It's like, well, you all take a big hit while we change it to look like something different, like we fixed it. That, that's what's had it for us. And, and I want to point this out. Because it bears to to, to know, because we're getting more details about last week what happened in the UK. Uh, today we learned that the entire UK pension system was less than an, a couple of hours away, less than two hours away from complete insolvency. Which obviously uh, we're talking. Uh, trillions of dollars of losses, even at the UK level, and highlighting how big of a problem, how big this house of cards really is. And I've been talking about liquidity here in our debt market because it's a liquidity problem, uh, which really just means it's a debt problem, right? There's too much debt, and the amount of debt that needs to be rolled over is is more than what the what the market is willing to absorb, and we, we're stuck in this horrible cycle. And again, I'm going to promise you this: quantitative tightening. Uh, I've been uh, insiders. Uh, Naomi Prince was out saying that the Fed has only sold a hundred billion dollars off of their balance sheet. Uh, they, they're supposed to have been doing a hundred billion dollars a month starting six weeks ago, and, and she basically is saying, Jason, the Fed isn't doing it because they know there's no buyers. How do you sell a mortgage-backed security with this interest rate hike cycle? <laughs> how, do you, how do you do it, Joe? I ain't buying it. Yeah, you can't do it. I'm not buying how it about, How about this? Man, how much are these electric vehicles going to cost? The math doesn't work. I've done the math on this, too. It doesn't work. And actually, I guess that's a lie. I didn't do the math. The head of Toyota did the math. It has been begging anybody that would listen, please don't do this. Nobody understands we cannot go all electric by 2030 or 2035. Uh, it, uh, literally, the cost of a car is going to skyrocket today. Listen to this. Ford. Their base level electric truck. So Ford, let's face it, the Ford Ranger, right? That's it is the mainstay of Ford, the Ford pickup truck. The base model, May of twenty twenty one, 
was $39,974. That's as basic as it comes, right? That's, hey, you got, uh, maybe you've got AC, the windows, uh, you probably got to hand crank the windows. You know what I'm saying, right? The, 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 the seats aren't electronic. They're not going to heat your butt or cool your butt, right? You probably don't have a backup camera, right? It's the base model was $39,974. Today, Ford announced their second price increase in the last six months, saying that the model 2023 base price, $51,974. So we went from 40000 to 52000 in what? Not even a little, not even a year and a half. Joe, you know what's funny? I was at the grocery store yesterday. This is, this is just a small version of what you just announced with Ford's pricing. Uh, during the different holiday seasons, one of my uh, guilty pleasures is uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. And then during the holidays, they have that little six pack of uh, whatever it is, eggs for, for Easter or like the little pumpkins for, for Halloween. So I was in the store. Jack was there with me and, and, and Brooke. And the, the little package of the of the holiday Reese's peanut butter cups. There's six little tiny teardrop pieces of candy because what the, every every Halloween or every holiday it's like ten for ten. You can buy ten of them for ten bucks. You know that's the sale. You know that's 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 where everybody loads up on. It, the amount of candy in there it amounted to two of them, two of the six, maybe three. Right. <laughs> yeah, the old shrinkflation. Shrinkflation, Joe. And by the way, this price. Does not include taxes, oh, shipping, or delivery costs. Sixty grand. Yeah. Good luck. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, you hold gold and silver to minimize risk, and that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. Obviously, I absolutely think you should be. Uh, investing in, in 401ks and IRAs, uh, uh, you know, stuff that my son does to, to allow you to put your money in certain tax vehicles so you don't have to give all of your wealth away to Uncle Sam. But you have to understand the amount of risk is enormous. And when you hear the Bank of England say, hey, by the way, the, the entire pension system was less than two hours away from insolvency just tells you how big these risk factors are and some of the most celebrated people out there that they tout for you to be an expert and and listen to these people they're nothing more than entertainers jim kramer the head one the booyah man as i call him he's very entertaining listen i like to watch him he's very passionate Man, he sounds really smart, and 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 you know, you you, you think, hey, man, if I look how popular he is, he must be give out the greatest advice, and everyone's got to make tons of money. Well, the realities are uh, that's not the case, and to prove it, there is now a new fund. It's a they call it the inverse Jim Cramer ETF where they're literally going to do the exact opposite of what this guy tells everybody to do on TV, Jason. The exact opposite. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't trust any of the stock prognosticators. Really, I mean, Joe, really when it comes down to it, if you want to be in the stock market, you really need to go and, and educate yourself and go do it yourself. Because all these guys on these stock channels, how do you even trust them, right? What, what do they have their fingers? You know, who's, who's putting a little money in their back pocket, right? You right, ha- and think about this. In this perspective, to Jason's point, it is an actively managed exchange-traded funds that seeks to achieve its investment objective by engaging transactions to des- designed to perform the opposite of the return investments recommended by TV personality Jim Cramer. And again, they, they at least they got that right. He's a TV personality. But here's what they're saying. They're not fools. They've obviously tested this thing and said, you know what, let's just track all the things he's saying. They're like, oh, my gosh, look how much more money we would have made if we did the opposite of what this guy said. That's pretty Let funny. Let me give you some, of it, some examples that, that really tell you this guy shouldn't be on TV at all telling anybody what to do with their money. Six days. Six days before Bear Stearns went under. He got a question on his show. Got a question on his show saying, hey, should I be worried about my Bear Stearns holding? Should I sell out now? Uh, and, and Jim Cramer went on this tirade. Absolutely not. Bear Stearns is fine. It's great. You should hold out. Don't sell. Of course, six days later, Jason, they're essentially out of business. Yeah, that uh, harkens me back to uh, uh, the big short, you know, right, where they, they have the big wig of, over at Bear Stearns standing up against uh, one of the big short guys. Uh, I, forget, I always forget the guy's name. He's one of the other characters that actually bet against the system. And uh, during the actual, and this actually happened. This is, this is the one part of the movie because they, they tell you that they're inaccurate for just for dramatic effect. But during this scene, they're like, this, is, this actually happened where the, the Bear Stearns stock was just cratering during the speech, just falling off the map. And then he looks over, he's like, you going to buy more of that stock now? <laughs> the guy's like, yes. <laughs> I just, and, and retarded. And it's I ridiculous. Only, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not making fun of Jim Cramer. But it's a fallacy. And this is the problem. Because they tell you that, hey, you've got to invest. In, and, and listen, I do it. I do it. Because I feel like, you know what, I've got to have different buckets of money because yep. I already know that what I'm going to get on Social Security is no way is going to allow me and my wife to to pay any bills. I mean, we, you're, you're not paying for anything with those checks. That's how worthless the money's going to be. Well, Joe, but the reality, But the realities are, Jason, you're not – this is not some get-rich-quick scheme. This is meant for a few – a small few to make their money. You know why they make the money? We make the money on the trades. We, we a little fee on the front, a yep. little fee on the back, yep. right? At the end of the day, you're lucky if you have what you put in there that year. Yeah, and if if inflation just simply brings your stocks up over ten years, then you pay taxes on inflation. <laughs> you know, Joe, do you feel better? Uh, do you feel uh, uh, more comfortable and at ease with ten thousand in gold sitting there or ten thousand in Netflix stock? Right. Uh, yeah. Let me. Yeah. Uh, and again, our 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 stockpile of gold and silver for Sarah and I. Right. That that's what we count on. Right. The 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 four hundred one k and the rest of it is 
hey, I hope it. And, and it, that's not to say some people haven't done well. But most of the people that have large amounts in their 401ks, guess what? They put large amounts in there. They were putting, you know, think about this. If you put $15,000 in a 401k for, for 30 years, look, that's like almost half a million dollars. Right? So, yeah, you, you may have a, a, a large amount of money. But at the end of the day, if, if you put in half a million dollars and your 401k's only got 700000 in it, how great of an investment was that really? Right, and you actually have guys, uh, stock guys out there saying that uh, the stock market is uh, a hedge against inflation. <laughs> you ever heard that, Joe, with these guys? Well, you got to be in the stock market. That's, that's a hedge a, against listen, inflation. Again, uh, that's why you do, should not listen to that kind of stuff. These guys on TV, they're not experts. Stick with the experts. Call my son, 602-909-9048, and, and deal with, with companies like, you know, no offense, but his his is the best of the best. He's the only uh, AAA-rated financial co- company in the world. Uh, I think they know how to, how to manage money uh, and, and allow you to keep more of it, but neither here nor there. This is why you have to have gold and silver in your portfolio, Jason. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, it's number one, you have to have savings. I know a lot of people out there, they just can't make savings work. But I'll tell you, if you really honestly take a look at yourself, a great deal of people that are not saving out there probably could. You have to sacrifice one little piece of your life out there somewhere, and you can get into silver. And then once you start rolling that silver in and, and you start to get this habit going, it's like, wait a minute, I mean, I should get a piece of gold here. And it just, and it, as you start to, to save and save and save, it's, it's contagious, Joe, because your feelings about your life and your financial situation just gets more comfortable, and that that's that's a very addictive state to be in. That hey, if some bad stuff happens to me, I'm going to be okay, Joe. Yeah, absolutely right. When we get back, I'm going to give you an example of a couple getting ready to retire. Where we think you should have uh, set aside in your gold and, and silver holdings. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. You know the new retirement age is seventy now. I don't know, Jason, if you if you saw that. You know they've been bumping it up and bumping it up, but uh, seventy years old. And one of the things that that Jason and I we recommend you need to have an ounce of gold for every year you're alive. So let's just say you get to seventy. You need to have 70 ounces of gold. Your wife's 70. She needs 70 ounces of gold. So we got a married company, uh, couple, and you both turn 70. That would give you 140 ounces. And when you think about it, think about what people put in their 401k every year. You know, they're putting ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a year in, into these 401ks. And we're talking about, you know, putting... $2,000 into gold. By the way, if you're a silver guy, this is just my number. And everyone's got a different number, but 65 <clears throat> ounces of silver equals one ounce of gold. So if you've got gold and silver both, to, to find out whether you're on the right tracker now, take all your silver ounces, divide it by 65, that equals an ounce of gold. When I started, think about it, go back. 20 plus years ago. We're, we'll, we'll say, we'll keep it 70 so the math works. 
Because I know retirement back when I started, you were only you were sixty five. Now it's seventy. But a hundred and forty ounces of gold. And by the way, you could buy twenty dollar gold for like three hundred bucks when I started. Gave you forty two thousand dollars. Like forty two thousand. That's not that's not very much money. Twenty years ago, forty two thousand was pretty good money. You know, you, you can buy two, three cars with the 42. This, you can't even buy the new Ford pickup. But in 20 years' time, all of a sudden now, that same 140 ounces, it's two grand. It's two, and it's actually more than two grand. 280, probably closer to $300,000. And this is what you're going to need in addition to whatever else you can save in, in, in a 401k or, or in, with Social Security, right, and Jason, in addition to. But if you're disciplined and you do it year after year after year, you're going to end up with a much, much more comfortable retirement uh, than if you try to do it. And I, and I know people, they've been putting their money in a 401k for 20 years. And Jason, (laughs) all as they've got, all as they've got is the money they put into it. You know what I'm saying? Between all the the, the fees and the ups and the downs, they're just left with what they put in. And it's interesting, Joe, because uh, we were just on a half empty cup of Joe. I think it was just a couple of days ago. One of our uh, guests was saying that uh, life expectancy, I think it was uh, Steve Mitchell's, life expectancy has come back. It's coming back. It ain't 73. It's more like 72. It's more like 71. Isn't it interesting that retirement age is starting to get close to death age? Kind of a problem there, Joe, when retirement used to be 62 and the life expectancy was 75. That looks like 13 years of, of, of work-free existence, right? Now what is it, two years? I'm going to tell you, man, what a great way to hand down wealth with gold, too, by the way. Yep. You don't need lawyers. You don't need any of that stuff. Uh, but but neither here nor there. And Think about it. At $4,000 gold, we're talking uh, well over half a million dollars. And, and I think that's what we're going to see here uh, in the very, very near future as this this whole house of cards comes unraveled. But this is what we're talking about with Jason. When, when my wife and I talk about what we're doing and how we're getting ready, because, you know what, I'm 52 years old. You don't have that, that many more years left. You got you know, you have to plan. you got to get ready. Uh, and, and really, for us, the, the, the thing that gives us the confidence is, right, is our gold and our silver. That's what gives us the, the common. We, we know, hey, we, we've got a good net. And guess what? It's not going to zero. And really, by all accounts, you look at what gold has done over the last 22 years. It is one hell of a performance, Jason. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't said this in a while, but I, uh, when Jack was in Boy Scouts, you know, Cub Scouts, actually, he was really young. We have these get-togethers with the other dads, you know, and uh, and some some conversations. There's this one dad. He was a, he's a tech expert. I think all aerospace and bold or something like that. Real, real high end tech guy. You know, good living well, good money coming in. And I was at the beginning of understanding gold and silver, and and I had a question for him because he was doing so well. So you know, anytime someone's doing better than you, you should go ask questions because if they're they're open to answering questions, you, you may you'll you'll get something much more than money. That's more important than money. You'll get you'll get knowledge. And I asked him, because like, I was always paying down debt. My big thing years ago was just get rid of the debt. And I would say, hey, uh, hey, what's better, having having no debt and no savings? Or would it be better if I had like 200000 in savings and 200000 in debt? 
and he, he didn't even bat an eye. You have to have the savings and the debt. Of those two situations, have the 200000 in debt, have the 200000 savings. If you don't have the savings, it just takes one emergency, and you are wiped out. And pretty soon all you'll have is debt and more debt, and you'll have no savings. That's how important it is to get savings in your pocket, Joe. Yeah, and, and it, it's one of those things. That's the last thing they want. And, 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 again, if you look at all the rules that they've been passing, let's not forget about these rules because they're doing it for a reason. Uh, most people, if you ask them about Dodd-Frank, would probably say very positive things, right? Because Dodd-Frank, that's the bill, uh, the too-big-to-fail bill, right? Yeah, well, it saved, it saved everybody, right? It didn't save anybody. It saved the millionaires and the billionaires. But the, the realities are the Dow still went down to 6,000, and a lot of people lost their jobs. Had to, And what did they do, Jason? They had no savings, so what did they have to do? They had to take out all of their 401K money. They took it out early. They had to pay penalties, right? They lo- you know, they, they've lost uh, that, that nest egg and are now being forced to start over. It, it, it's ridiculous uh, when, you, when you think about it. But now they've set an even bigger trap for the next time around. We'll talk a little bit about that when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. And, and, and again, the new Dodd-Frank rules. They're really something where now that we're seeing all of these little emergencies, these little accidents and and they're really uh, issues of liquidity which is the worst type of an event remember the ability that they have first and foremost it's a bail in and not a bail out that means depositors are on the hook I'm a firm believer, and this is why they're adding 87,000 IRS agents. It has nothing to do with going after tax dodgers or anything like this. They're getting them ready because they're going to go through your bank accounts, and they're going to tell you how much of your money you get to keep. I know it's FDIC insured for 250000 I've only got two hundred. It sounds like you're safe. Just know this. The FDIC's got $130 billion. That's what they've got stocked up for the FDIC insurance. Just one bank, J.P. Morgan. They've got $3 trillion worth of deposits. Right, Bank of America, almost $3 trillion. City, almost $3 trillion. Wells, almost $3 You get the idea. They, they don't have the money. Not even close. Where do you think it's going to come from? And there's going to be a good chance, especially those people that have kept a large amount in their bank accounts for years. They're, and this is how the laws are written. I'm just educating you. Hey, we're not taking your money. You just you don't need it right now. We kind of the bank needs it. And here's some stock in this new bank. You can't sell it, but maybe later you'll be able to sell it, and we'll get you the rest of your money later. When it comes to your investments, I don't care if it's a money market, a 401k, an IRA, it doesn't matter. Your your E-Trade account, at any moment when they determine it's an emergency, they will block you 
completely. There will be no going to the sidelines, no going to, hey, I'm just going to sell my, my stocks and go to cash. Uh-uh. It's an emergency. You're riding it out. I want to take my money out of my money market account. Nope. It's an emergency. You take the losses all along with everybody else. Could you imagine watching the Dow go from 14,000 to 6,000 and not being able to go to the sidelines? That's what the new laws are, uh, have been written, Jason. That's what they are. Yeah, they they don't write laws to uh, to help the average guy out there, Joe. They, they... And these are laws and rules, right? So you got yes. the laws from Dodd Frank, and then the rules from the SEC. Correct. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, Brian sent me a meme. I don't have the uh, the exact thing in front of me, but it's it's basically a looks like some college age uh, girl talking to some really aggressive looking, you know, family man. And he's like, "Hey, did you hear about the new law they want to pass?" He's like, "No, tell me." He's like. Uh, it gives the government more power to, and then it's like, no. <laughs> Do you want to vote for it? No. The moment it gives the government more power. That's that's really what it comes down to, Joe. Why, we should, none of this stuff that empowers the government further should ever be voted in. They've got more than they need. They're spending $6 trillion a year. they got more than they need. Yeah, and again, this was, this was their great solution to Dodd-Frank. So, like I said... You need to have your savings in gold and silver and not in the debt markets. The debt markets, that's for extra. At least that's how I run mine. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 